fellas. What's going on with you, Matt? It's been two years. Yeah, it's been a long time. time. Yeah. Huh. Two years too long, man. Too long. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Too long. We could have actually went last year yeah. if everybody would have acted like they had some sense back then. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then we got Sir Tim Barber here. Hello. How are you today? All right. This is the first time I've met you, Tim. It Tell is? us about yourself. Well, I am the uh, uh, recently uh, elected Vatson president. Oh, right on. And, uh, Congratulations. Yeah, made the trip down to San Diego to be part of this great event. Right on, right on. So this is your first time? No, no. This okay. Is my fifth time, I guess. Fifth time? Right. Same for me. Yeah. Same for me. We've been in all of them. Yeah. <laughs> but I always talk to Matt Aaron on every show, so that's why it's like that. I, when you popped up, I'm like, okay, who's this one? <laughs> <laughs> You're standing in the presence of Vatson royalty. Right. <laughs> so he the guy that I could go to when I have... Have, have an issue on Vatsim. Yeah, when you're annoyed with me, you go to him. <laughs> <laughs> now, I do have a question about X Vatsim. X Vatsim? The X plane version of Vatsim. X pilot. Oh, X pilot. X pilot, yeah. yes. Is that y'all? It's a, it's a piece of software that we have available for users of X plane. Right. Uh, I don't use it myself. I okay. Use, uh, I use V pilot myself, I think. I'm not sure about Matt, but but it is a piece of software that we make available for users to right. connect to the network. Yeah. Okay, because so Squawk Box is out of the question now. Uh, yeah. Correct. Yeah. Okay, because the issue that I'm having that I had a little bit with the X Pilot one is it doesn't stay connected for me. So I'm like trying to figure out is it me that's doing something wrong? Well, we because that sim works wonders for me, but when I get to the X Pilot, I'm like, uh oh. We can, we can put you in contact with someone that can help you. Okay. That won't be a problem. Cool. Because my, my big thing now is, you know, Flight Simulator 2020 and X-Plane, that's not going nowhere for me at all. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm always on board with that. But then I I realized, okay, Squawk Box, okay, I, obviously nobody's doing anything with that anymore. So I went, I found the X-Pilot, and I'm like, yes, I can finally use it for VATSIM, and then boom. Everything went south for me. So I'm thinking it's me, because I'm a little dumb at times, man. So I'm thinking it's me, but if, if it's if it's not and it's something that's an easy fix, I'm all for it. So yes, I would greatly appreciate that person that put me in contact with. No problem. That that would work. So once again, congratulations on your, your presidential role. Thank you. And on Vatsim. And what's your role now? Oh, I'm still uh, vice president for marketing still, communications. Still, still sitting in that chair. So you said I ain't going for the presidential. No, <laughs> no. I'm gonna give that to somebody else. I will keep the vice, but I ain't no, going. For no, I'm not that crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so you saying that Tim got a little crazy side? Yeah, too. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome to me and you both on the crazy side. So welcome. <laughs> so tell us what you guys got going on that's new. Oh, well, we got a lot of stuff going on. Um, <clears throat> so we announced back in. Uh, Man, six, seven months ago, I can't remember now. Uh, we're bringing a new technology update to the network. It's still in development. Uh, it's uh, in alpha right now. It's mm -hmm. called Velocity, and it's fast position updates for uh, uh, the sim. So, you know, right now the aircraft are kind of interpolated. You can see them jaggy, especially uh, at takeoff and landing. You know, the aircraft just kind of all of a sudden appear on the ground. Uh, this new update is actually. Uh, 
increasing it uh, 60 times, I think. We're going from... Yeah, yeah we're, uh, going, we're going from updates once every five seconds to five times a second. Yeah, that's what it is. Really? Yeah. So, so when you see other traffic on the, on the network, it'll be much smoother. <laughs> um, we've got some demonstration videos that have been released that, you know, if you have an airplane that's taxing and they they hit the brakes, you'll actually see the nose of the airplane dip down and come back up again. So it's going to be, it's going to be a much more uh, uh, higher fidelity type feeling within there where you're seeing right. everybody moving much more smoothly. Yeah. Be able to be, fly in formation now, yep. right. and you'll be able to see how bad I can land an airplane. That's Me it. too. Instead of, <laughs> instead of just being faked in between the, uh, the slow <laughs> updates. Right, where you missed the bounce. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's me, 24-7. Yeah. You didn't see that, guys. Y'all didn't see that. <laughs> and so, how does that change for air traffic controllers? Do they, are they... Uh, it's not a huge change for them. Uh, one of the good things is is the, the controller clients, I won't bore you with the, all the back-end stuff, but essentially they can take as many position updates as they want. So, uh, you still emulate the real-world radar sweeps, so you only get one update every 10 seconds. Well, oh, okay. you're going to get the data that you could do it real time, but right. we're still going to keep it the same because that's the real way it's done. Mm -hmm. But we also have uh, the real world, they have fusion radar now, which is kind of real-time updates. So now that's something that could be incorporated in the air traffic right. control client. So they right. can see that as well. Okay. Okay. Wow. Wow. I'm, st I'm still trying to picture how it's going to look, you know, Five times a second, that's fast. Yeah, you know, we had an opportunity fast. to test it in real time, and it's fantastic. It'll make a, a big difference for people. I could talk so much smack to everybody now. <laughs> I've seen how you break, fool. You can't break that dog on thing. You don't know how to fly. You act like you knew how to fly all this time. And I still can't, so I'm. <laughs> I need to quit talking smack because then I'll mess around and be the first one that <laughs> hits the ATC tower on X. Okay, on purpose a little bit, but still on accident. But I, I try to do my best. I try, like I always try. I have a bad time with turning with with Microsoft Flight Simulator. Uh -huh. For some reason, I don't know if it just goes offline or what. But I'll start to turn, and then all of a sudden, my plane will just keep going straight. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm like, okay, what the hell is going on here? I'm like, I know I'm turning. The last I checked, I was turning. But yeah, and then you'll find me cussing at my computer because I couldn't figure out what the problem was and then I ended up hitting something that had to start it all over again. Oh yeah, so. I get that. Yeah. So, you guys just had an anniversary. Yeah, we had our 20th anniversary in July, you know, mm -hmm. big uh, big celebration, uh, four, four weeks of events, uh, you know, all the wonderful vendors at Flights and Max right. reached out to them. They donated a lot of products and we, uh, we were able to distribute that to our uh, our members, you know, they right. entered contest to win. You know, we had probably close to ten thousand dollars worth of stuff donated. Wow! So I mean, we're just grateful that everyone buys into this community. They love to support us, and right. Uh, I think our members had a really good time uh, with those anniversary events. We got, so. I, I'm so mad that I missed it, though. Like I was telling you earlier, yeah. you know, with training and all that stuff. Oh, I was like, God darn it! I wish I would have been able, you know, been around for that one. <laughs> And we do have a couple questions on smart cars, Mike, if you want to go ahead with those. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, we're monitoring smart cars. Uh, I got a, a question. Uh, how many long hauls get busted? Those over 10 hours. <laughs> I, I don't know what, what that question means. Yeah, they might be talking about um, 
have a pilot to take off on long hauls and then make, leave their computer a, a connected to the yes. network when they've gone to bed. Yeah, I'm guilty of that. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, that sim was designed as a, as a facility for pilots and controllers to interact. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the service is provided free to the members, right. but it doesn't mean that it's without cost. So when you have an airplane that's connected and there's nobody there behind the wheel, uh, there's still cost to the people who pay the bill. Yep, that and, is true. You know, right? So, you know, if you're if you're jetting across parts of the world that are rarely um, are rarely controlled, then for the most part, you know, we're not going to bug you. But mm -hmm. if you end up uh, uh, away from your computer and entering into a piece of airspace that has a controller and you're not there, you're going to be disconnected from the network right. because you're. You're harming the ability of that controller to enjoy his time and, and perhaps conflicting with other aircraft. Uh, how often does it happen? I, you know, I don't know those statistics off the top of my head. Right. Probably more often than it should, less often than I know. You know, okay. that's probably the best answer I can give. We always encourage members that when they're when they're when they're flying on the network, stay with your airplane, stay with mm -hmm. your computer. And if you need to step away, if it's for a few minutes, that's fine. If you're going to bed. Or if you're going out for dinner, or if you're, you know, taking the dog out for a walk, just disconnect and reconnect when you come back. Right. You're not gonna, you're not gonna hurt anyone. You're not gonna disrupt anyone if you're on uncontrolled airspace. So. Right. And and I've had people ask during a lot of my shows because I I do ran you know actual uh, I shouldn't say random I I have dead set shows on Wednesday nights, right? And then there's times where I have people that will message me on on. Uh, uh, smart cars asking questions about how is it that we are able to jump in in the middle of an airspace if we had to disconnect for some reason and we jump in in the middle of an, uh, an active airspace and then the ATC gets upset about it, you know, and I message them back like that's a question for Vatsim, but the last I checked, I don't think that they are even allowed to get mad at you for that because you got to understand that your computer could have died on you or you know what I'm saying? Your internet could have dropped on you, you know. Yeah. And so if they are getting upset with you, you know, moving on and 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 just take it up to the higher ups. You know, but it, it depends on the airspace at the time, right? Like mm -hmm. if you think about it, if we're in the uh, in the middle of a, a busy Friday night event in in the USA, and mm -hmm. somebody's connecting right in the middle of a line of, of 20 arrivals, right? Then that's going to cause a problem. And it, it all comes down to awareness. There are so many tools out there. That mm -hmm. pilots can look at, that spy, uh, that tastic. Uh, I can't even name them all. Where you can, right. you can see where your aircraft is, or mm -hmm. where you're going to be connecting, and you can see the traffic that's around you, and you can make an educated decision. Is this a good time to connect, or should right. I should I just continue right. my flight offline? It comes down to a bit of common sense, a bit of awareness, and using the tools that are available to you, because there's so many of them. Right. So many of them. So. Um, you know, a lot of newer members may not know about those tools, mm -hmm. um, and you know, we encourage our supervisors, and we certainly uh, hope that our controllers are, are, you know, especially if it's newer members, they're lenient right. and respectful, and and understanding that everybody right. was new once, right? And there's right, exactly. Order, so, I to be honest with you, I I, I like messing with them sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I come across and say, what's for dinner? Since we coming in on your side of town, you know, what's for dinner? Now, there has been times where where I've been guilty of this. I've flown in non-controlled airspace for so long, going across the United States, doing domestic flight from JFK, for instance, to San Francisco. 
and forgot that I was on. And I would get up and leave, go get something to eat or go to the store, and then come back and see that I've been kicked offline because there's an active ATC. And I'm like, oh, shoot. So then I just won't even connect because I'm like, am I going to be in trouble if I connect? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So there's times where I won't connect until I get out of that controlled airspace and then I'll connect back on again. You know, and then there's times where I'm like, oh, it wasn't that long ago that he kicked me off, so I'll just pop back on and, yeah, you know. You really don't need to know. You, you don't need to worry about that. You know, if you're back and you're available, jump back on. Right. You know? And like I said, check the tools and see. You'll never get disconnected from this network without an email explaining why. So okay. you can always go to your email that's that's connected to your account, you're and you can sure. and you can um, and you can see what uh, you know why you were disconnected, mm -hmm. and and specifically who disconnected you. Right. So if you have any questions, you can just respond to that email and, and talk to the person directly that that disconnected okay. you. So, so there's you know we're trying to be as as helpful and friendly to everybody. Mm -hmm. Pilots, controllers, make it an enjoyable. Uh, situation for everybody right it's the people that we're that we're most concerned about are the people that are deliberately trying to cause trouble and those are the ones that we have little patience for right uh, and you know in my message uh, to the membership when I took over as president you know there are people that are just fundamentally incompatible with this network they don't understand what it's about mm -hmm. or they're just there to cause trouble and, and you know we're gonna treat those people differently than we're gonna treat someone who right. just forgot to disconnect Right, and I will give you guys your plus up that a lot of your members, a lot of your ATC members, they they are always good spirited. They know how to take us, you know, some sense of humor from time to time, and they'll laugh about it. And the ones that crack me up the most are uh, the Boston controllers. Those guys, I swear, they they stick with their 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 region. <laughs> we have <laughs> we have to be dead. We have amazing controllers around the world. I spent right. a lot of time in the last couple of weeks flying in Australia. Right. Controllers down there are amazing. Uh, Europe, amazing. Canada, mm -hmm. United yep. States, Mexico, South America. We have excellent controllers everywhere. And and they're all simulating their real world right. uh, and I was procedures say that. in their part of the world. So even even someone like me who has a long history of real real world flying mm -hmm. and simulation flying, uh, I go to Australia and I sometimes get confused by their phraseology, right? right? Yeah. But they're going to be patient with me as I'm going to be patient with them. And, and mm -hmm. if, after a couple of minutes, I catch on and, and most people will. So. Right. And that's what I love about that program is where you fly, you know you're there because you'll hear that accent. Yep. Like you go down to Mexico and be like, what do you say? Because, you know, I'm bad with, with accents. So I'm like, what? Okay. Look, I, I, and I'll tell them, hey, guy, I'm bad with accents. So can you repeat what you just said? Yeah. And it, it, it just reminds me of like how it would be if I really went down there myself. So especially, and I fly to South America a lot too, so they really get me down there. <laughs> so I mean, it it makes you feel like you're really going to those places when you you know when you're using ATC and you're flying to these places, you know, into all these places. And as much flying as as I do, and I'm pretty sure everybody that's here does, you know, they can all vouch for me when I say that they really make you feel like you're really going there because then you get up and you're like yeah I just wait I'm still home damn it I thought I was there I, yeah, I, I can't get off the airplane and get it you was, know it was uh, nice on Wednesday <laughs> right. it was nice on Wednesday to actually get off an airplane in another city right you know I had an ex-roommate that asked me one day it was the dumbest question that she would ever ask me but she was telling somebody about you know we fly in and how we use ATC and I said she goes where are you flying I said I'm going to Honolulu 
And she's like, like, are we really going to Honolulu? And I turned and looked at her like, what are you smoking? <laughs> what, are you, what the? <laughs> like, yeah, we're, we're flying the whole house there. Let's <laughs> be careful when you go outside, you know? <laughs> like, good God. I got, um, I got a couple more questions here real quick. Um, I got an exclusive for you guys, too, when we're uh, about ready to wrap it up to see our wear. Sure. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, with the VRC client being phased out for ATC clients, what client do you recommend? Well, that's, yeah, that's really going to depend where they control. Um, so in Europe and in Canada, Euroscope is, is mainly used. Uh, if you're in the United States, there's VRAMs and VSTARs. Uh, in, uh, in other parts of the world, Australia, they're using a, a new program called uh, VATSYS, I believe it yes. is. Yep. So, um, you know, the, the clients that are used in the United States that were developed by Ross Carlson are there to very closely simulated what the real world um, air traffic control panels are like um, and, and people are, are, are constantly working on, on add-ins for those and, and, and Euroscope in particular to try and make it as realistic as possible for the controllers so uh, the best thing uh, for that uh, person who asked that question is talk to the people who run the facility where they control and they'll be able to suggest the proper software that they should use. Okay. Um, and Dally off of Discord wants to know, what's the biggest achievement for the VATSIM network over the past 20 years? Got to be audio for VATSIM, right? The audio. Well, yeah, if you want to talk about the, the network, you know, our technical achievements, yeah, the, the best thing we've done in the last 20 years is audio for VATSIM. But, I mean, just creating the network itself uh, was no small undertaking back when uh, they uh, did it. Mm -hmm. But really, I think what we're the most proud of at Batsum is is all the people we've inspired bringing together that community of flight simulator enthusiasts that that just love what we do connecting with people uh, I have friends all over the world mm -hmm. uh, that I've made through Vatsim. They're some of my best friends. One of them, you know, I had a couple of them stand up at my wedding, you know, 10 years ago and Oh wow. You know, and then how we inspire the younger generation to even pursue careers in, um, in the real aviation world. There are so many success stories that have come out of our network of, of people that just got the bug for aviation and then uh, learned how to be a controller and now they're real world controllers or they're real world pilots or they got into the industry somehow. And that's really the best part about Vatsum to me. Uh, and I think that's something that we as the entire community of Vatsum, not the BOG or the the staff members, but the entire community need to be very proud that we've done that and made that for ourselves. Right. Last night I had an opportunity to talk with uh, Anthony, who's one of the uh, VAT USA uh, members, uh, who does a lot of training, and uh, I asked him about a member who I had I had actually trained. It's got to be ten or twelve years ago. Mm -hmm. um, a young man by the name of Kareem, and at the time he was um, young and immature, but tell he had a passion for aviation and right. uh, after he left where I was training him he went down to New York and, and trained there and became a controller and then became a very good controller and then he went and got his pilot's license and then, then he got his commercial and then he became a, a flight instructor and now he's flying a 747 wow, wow. cargo right. and all that comes out of an interaction with Vatsim Right. Shane Van Hoven who was a, a Minneapolis controller is now in the cab at O'Hare Tower uh, Drew wow. Calra is doing en route in Minneapolis. We've got uh, William Lewis who's doing en route in Fort Worth, who's mm -hmm. a streamer, uh, cleared approach. Mm. Um, right. We have so many members, so many examples of people that we can give who 
Batson was their first toe or maybe an important step in their journey to becoming a real-world controller mm -hmm. or a real-world pilot, whether it's recreational or commercial, whatever the case. So that's right, you know. What what Vassim has been able to do to the for the community, not just for people to come on and get away from their, their real world and enjoy some virtual time with friends and make make new acquaintances. Mm -hmm. Matt and I would never know each other if not for Vatson, right? Right. Um, so from a from a people perspective, that's what Vatson has been able to do. It's probably it's gonna be its biggest legacy is the right people on. that come out of it and make a difference in the world in aviation. Right. By, uh, Byron McRae. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a real good friend of mine too. And he, he flies for Bank of America, I believe it is. Flies the CEOs around of mm -hmm. that. And, and me and him still talk from time to time. You know, I just messaged him the other day, you know, asking him if he was going to make it out here. And he laughed at me. <laughs> I don't know what that's supposed to mean. He's like, man, I'm back to work. That's what he said. So. Yeah. You know, from a technical management aspect, we've got thousands of volunteers. And mm -hmm. I wish I had the time to name them all. Right. But, you know, they are the ones who keep this network going. That is I, true. And, and I can't thank them enough. They, it, they're, they're the backbone of what, what makes us successful. Right. To be honest with you, they, they were a lot of the reason why I started flying, too, because I found out it was like, oh, Lion ATC, y'all, no, y'all playing. And I yeah. listened to it, watching it on YouTube, and I'm like, oh, crap, they ain't playing. They ain't playing. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I'll try it out. Forget it, I'll try it out. And then yeah. I've been been locked onto it ever since. Yeah. So that, that works. That works. What was the secret? You had a secret. We've got oh, an yeah. announcement. I do got a secret for you. Yeah. Right. So every uh, every year, twice a year, we run a, a an event called Cross the Pond. Mm -hmm. And it is, uh, in the spring, it goes westbound. So you depart Europe and you come to North America. And right. then in the fall, this year on October the 30th, mm -hmm. we depart North America and we go to uh, Europe. So it's Cross the Pound, eastbound. Eastbound. Is eastbound. Coming up okay. On October the 30th. Mm -hmm. And today we're here. And we're able to announce the airports that have been selected, voted on by the members oh, uh, right for on. departure airports and arrival airports. Matt's got the list in front of him. I'm going to let him make the announcement. All right. So, yeah, uh, across the pond uh, eastbound. So our departure airports, uh, it's going to be Boston Logan, Chicago O'Hare, uh, Atlanta Hartsfield Jackson, uh, JFK Airport New York, Miami International Airport, Toronto Pearson, and uh, Washington, Dulles, and uh, D.C. And then from those airports, we're going to be arriving to Amsterdam, Barcelona, Berlin-Brandenburg, Dublin, Helsinki, London Heathrow, Paris-Charles-de-Gaulle, and Vienna. Wow. And those are, they could pick whatever one of those out of that list to depart yeah. from. So, and then, yeah, so, so what's going to happen is in the next few days... Uh, the bookings will open and members will mm -hmm. be able to start booking the city pairs that they want. And so they can pick their departure and their arrival mm -hmm. airport subject to availability. Right. As, you know, we can't have 800 people leaving JFK and 700 people landing in Amsterdam. That never true. work. Right. But, the, but the team will put together uh, the appropriate number of pairings. Right. Members will be able to go and book the spot that they want. Uh, typically, we expect about 850 pilots, 200 air traffic controllers, uh, about 50 routes, mm -hmm. and in total about 12 hours of ATC coverage from the beginning to the end of the event. Wow. Yeah. So and that's, that's Oceanic as well? That's Oceanic as well, yeah. Yep. So, wow. Okay. So it'll be departures early in the morning, North America time mm -hmm. uh, on the 30th, and, uh, and arriving in Europe evening time, their time, 
uh, yeah, it's, right. it's our biggest semi-annual event, very popular, and uh, it's a lot of fun for the people that are involved. That works. Are there going to be prizes given out of those as well? Or? We don't we do not do it on a network basis, but individual facilities may, that'll be up to them. Oh, okay. Yeah. So basically the VAs and, yeah. and then the... Okay. Yeah. Do you tax them? That works. All right. Yeah. Our tax. They, do they do that for themselves as well? For their controllers? Do they do like... Giveaways for our tech controllers Some, as well? Sometimes, sometimes. yeah. Okay. Sometimes you'll have a big event and, you know, we want the controllers to control instead of fly, you know, mm-hmm. because, you know, a lot of people fly for, for the prize. Oh, right. <laughs> so we're like, all right, you know what, we'll give one prize to the controllers. We'll pick one of the controllers at random and we'll get the prize. Mm-hmm. Right on. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So, so we're That's a big event there, too. What do you think, Mike? Oh, it's huge. I know it's huge. I'm, I've looked at the Bat Spy map and, you know, other other options uh, mm-hmm. to see who else flying. It, it's incredible. Yeah. The right. amount of yeah. the control and everything. You guys put on a great, it's a great organization, the way you have it, staff and everything, and they're just a great bunch of people. Um, we have some, uh, just some comments now. Uh, kudos to them and all those inspired by VATSIM and the Flight Sim community. Uh, awesome. And... Um, Asking if eastbound would be red eye, but that was before you gave the time zone. Yeah. But um, yeah, just a great job, man. It's a, thank you. It's thank you. Fun and, and, uh, we appreciate you guys. We really do. We really do. Because without you guys, it, I'm I'm gonna honestly come out and say it wouldn't be fun. You know, there's people. Who, who, it's you and Navigraph that make it. Yeah. Like on point. You uh, know. There's the so realism out there. Is, right. It's incredible. And, and there, there may be some who, who want to get into flying. Real world. But they're afraid to pick up that microphone. Like exactly. I am every time this thing goes live. I can't stand it. Oh, I'm sorry. Is this on? But anyway, but uh, for the for the ones out there, it's a great platform, and and there are, there are aviation or uh, uh, airlines that that'll train you and get you acclimated to it. There's a lot of help out there in the community, and just get on Batsim and. Questions coming in like crazy. <laughs> Luke. You have to listen from the beginning. If you missed the announcement yes, about the fields, you have they'll to tune be, in. They'll be posted on all our social media. Yeah, you'll see it in the next little while. Right. So. Now, I, I had two questions for myself. Yeah. My first question is, are you guys going to implement emergency response? Meaning, if I had an engine failure... I can a, a, a actually announce it out and so, not have to disconnect like most ATC say, oh, well, if you're having an emergency issue, you need to disconnect. Yeah. So there's there's a reason that we have that rule in place. Okay. Um, our, our, we don't, we're not in the process of simulating non-standard stuff. So right. we simulate ATC, we simulate pilots. We don't simulate cars on the ground. We don't simulate submarines. Okay. Um, stuff like that. Right. It's, it's controllers and airplanes, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, it is always up to the discretion of the controller whether they will accept a pilot who uh, who is declaring an emergency. Because in the real world, if you declare an emergency, you automatically get priority over everybody else. Right. 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 And that's not something that we uh, condone in the virtual uh, network. It's, okay. just, it's unfair to other people because then we get everybody mm-hmm. declaring emergencies and expecting mm-hmm. priority. If a controller wants to handle an emergency, they can. They don't need to give any sort of priority to that pilot, but if 
somebody wants to simulate an emergency and declare an emergency and the pilot will handle it, they can. Yeah. But if the pilot okay. doesn't want to, they will either ask you to not simulate the emergency or right. disconnect from the network. And you'll find how, how realistic you conduct your emergency determines if it's going to be accepted or not. If, right. if, if you're flying Air Force One and you have a four-engine flame out and your cockpit just exploded, right. yeah, just it's connect. probably going to be an right. unable that's, emergency. That's very rare that Air Force yeah. One... Is yeah, you, you, but you come up and you say, hey, we lost engine one, we're declaring an emergency, we right. need to return the field. Yeah, most controllers are going to take you on. Right. Well, I had an issue the last time I flew where my landing gear didn't want to come down. And so I declared an emergency and they made me disconnect. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you just took the fun out of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's what it comes down to, right, though, is, is in that particular emergency, what happens when you land with no gear? You're stuck on the runway. That is true. So he didn't want that. Yeah, he didn't want yeah. that. I, I get it. And I, and I understood it at that time, but at that time, I just, I really wanted that feel. Sure. You know, because, to be honest with you, I was on X-Plane, I found the download for the fire trucks, and I really wanted to use it at that point. <laughs> well, you know what? Then, then do it offline. Right. You know, or do, or if a pilot will accept the emergency, great, or find another network that that. Right. Okay with, right. Right. So. And you know. And I understood why he didn't want to. And, and I wasn't thinking about it at the time, but I was flying into Las Vegas, and LAX was on, and I wasn't paying attention that a UA was running an event. So there was a crap ton of planes coming into LAX. I know he was not in the mood for it at that point in time. So I was like, yeah, I get it. I get it. It's cool. It's fine. And then there was one other question um, where my kid had asked me this. Because he seen something on... I was I was using a Microsoft Flight Simulator. And he seen something on my screen. It was a glitch. But he seen something on my screen and he kept saying, Dad, there's a UFO off your, you know, off the right side of your, your window there. There's a UFO. Why don't you call that in? And I just stared at him. I was like, I can't call that in. He's like, yeah, you can. It's a UFO. They do it in real life. So why can't you do it now? And he did the little head bopping at me. <laughs> and I was like, you trying to get me kicked off the, <laughs> off the system. Well, you can, you can explain to your son what the difference is. The right. difference is that, in that is that in the real world, we're all living in the same world. So something you see, if it's real. Right then I should be able to see as well. But in the virtual world, if you see a glitch on your screen, mm -hmm. the next pilot coming along won't see that. However, what they will see is, is, is everybody's using the same weather generator, mm -hmm. then if you're experiencing turbulence at flight level 320 north of Chicago and there's an airplane coming behind you, by all means report that pilot report right. because the pilot behind you will probably get the same effect. And, so, and I wondered about so, that as well. So pilot reports are absolutely legitimate because most everybody on the network now is using real weather generators and, and, and often the same program that will generate the same effects in different okay. places. Yeah. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Right. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Any yeah. other questions you got, Mike? Not yet. What about you, Rodney Dangerfield? <laughs> when you crash does everybody get out of the way? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I am the worst pilot in the world. I'm not kidding. When the packs, you know, your load packs up and they realize it's me flying, they, they start the screaming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> guys, listen, thank you for so for everything yep. that you guys do. Mm -hmm. We're really happy to have you guys streaming in one of our Discord channels. So yep. I think uh, 
before we came on here, Matt had a look, and there was 20 or 30 people in yeah, there. Yeah, probably won't reflect in your numbers, but yeah, the little yeah. bot we have that goes yeah. in our Discord, there were yeah, at least 50 people in there listening. Absolutely. Right on. You know, so right thank on. you guys for what you do and for promoting I mean, I, us. We really appreciate it. Right, and I appreciate you guys coming on, because you come on every time, oh, yeah. Matt, every time. So It's always a fun time. Right, right. And especially when I do the interview, you know I got to be serious and goofy at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you. But, I appreciate it. I hope you guys enjoy your weekend. Thank I really you. do. Thanks. And I just different setup this time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we were, our uh, guy that brings the tower unfortunately couldn't make it this time. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. That was kind of okay. sad, but uh, yeah. you know, because of everything going on, we didn't know what to expect, so we, we scaled the back of the display a little bit. But you know, right. You know, God willing, on Expo 22, we'd be right back with the big display again. I know that's right, but hey, at least you're doing it. Exactly. At least you're doing it. Yeah. I, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you, guys, for coming out. Thank you. Tim Barber, the president now of Vat Sim, and Matt, I can never pronounce it, Bartles. Bartles, right? yeah. Bartles, see, yeah. Matt Bartles, vice president. Hey, come on, just because it's in front of me doesn't mean I know how to read it's it sometimes. Spelled out, even phonetically, you can spell it. Yeah, yes, but now, thanks. Bartles and James, I'll start remembering. Suddenly in the mood for a cheap cooler. Vat Sim, guys, stay tuned. There's still more to come here on. Jeez, I almost Thank said a whole sir. different Thank name. <laughs> <laughs> Here, at Just- <laughs> Here at Just Dream Radio, we still have more interviews coming up. So you guys stay okay. tuned. Thanks. We'll be back. <laughs>